to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 128 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sam. And I've got a cold. Uh, Sam's pretty feeling a little poorly. A little poorly. I'm okay. I'll power through. Power through this podcast. Yeah, I'm just half asleep, but that's um, that's probably just an age thing, right? Yep, that's it. Old age. I get so it's, much hassle about the age thing right now. I wasn't even going to mention. I was just going to say you're working hard, <laughs> working long hours. I was with uh, the Lush Monster and some of the boys. The other day, and we were talking about something or other. I said, "Yeah, I remember walking into my twenty-first with a, a keg on each hand. Like, okay, obviously it took a bit of, to get the kegs down there, but then I walked in yeah. with you know one keg in each hand, and and Carl just immediately shot back. I can just see the image now with the volcano erupting in the background and the pterodactyl flying overhead. It's like bastard." No, that's very funny. Yeah, it was funny. Very funny. What's been happening this week? Uh, a lot of work. Uh, coaching, still coaching. So I'm coaching a bunch of uh, the speakers. That's going well. Yeah. Um, so looking at, yeah, pretty happy with most of that. I say most of that because not everybody has had coaching sessions yet. Um, that's some busy people that we can't get hold of, but, you know, that's all right. We've got, we've got plenty of Are they out of towners or are they locals? Uh, both. Bit oh, of both. Yeah. Okay. Bit of both. So that's cool. But that's all right. We'll get there. Um, yeah, and this week on Wednesday night, there's Ted in Cinema at the... Lido. Lido. I was like, what's it called? Yeah, I almost called it Rialto. At the Lido. Um, so, yeah, so that'd be quite cool. So I'll be going along to that. Cool. I'm leading a group discussion at the end or something. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I'm like... What's oh, the discussion on? Turn up. You don't know? I don't know because I have to watch the movie first and then we'll lead a discussion oh. about what's on the, the movie. It's not a movie as such. It's the... Opening day of TED Global in wherever it's in. Canada. Yeah, wherever I think. it is. Just Canada. the only reason I know that is because you saw that the Pope did his talk, eh? Oh, right. Yeah, no? so Ted, Ted uh, had their uh, event in Canada. Yeah. And one of their speakers was the Pope, and they were translating for him, and he did a talk. Can he not speak English? Uh, I don't know. I thought he could, but maybe not fluently. So maybe yeah, they just. I thought like, I thought there was like a prerequisite. You're supposed to be able to speak at least six languages or something. Don't know. Don't no, know. They got a cheap pope this year, this time round. Maybe I don't know. Um, although he's been doing a good job, really, hasn't he? Um, I guess so. Yeah. Shrugs my shoulder. Yeah. My shoulder. Shrug, 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 shrug shoulder. Yeah. That just reminds me of. Um, so I've been doing the the very much the atheist things lately, and I thought if if the J Dubs came back to um, talk to you. Um, and I was there, I would lose my collective mind. That could be it. interesting. Yeah, I thought it'd be I thought it'd be interesting. But anyway, so that's cool. Um and it reminds me of uh, Harley, our friend Harley, friend of the friend of the podcast. Um We don't have a flash name for our friends like they do. Do they? What? They have the filthy fifty and the hardy hundy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So well, because uh, our, our 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 fans aren't filthy. Except except for that one Jezza guy. Yeah. <laughs> And and his and his paintings, um, but yeah, no. Um, so yeah, his uh, little thing that he had, he was mentioned in a stuff article, um, saying you know I don't think um, the Anzac Day is such a cool thing. Like it's, I appreciate what it was originally, yeah. but now it's really just propaganda to get you to 
to feed the, the war machine going forward. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, very poorly because he has better command of language, particularly at this point in time. Um, but, yeah, and uh, I, I tend to totally agree with him. You don't? Um, sort of a bit hazy in general. Uh, <laughs> you need more of those meds, bro. I don't know. What's going on just in the last 20 minutes? It's started to go downhill rapidly. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, moving on. So a retiree, a retiree is out nearly $200 after falling victim to an email scam. He did got an email that said uh, countdown survey and you can win this uh, thing. So much to Taylor's surprise, he was told as he was a winner as soon as the survey was completed. Woohoo! Yep, that's what All you I had hear. to do was pay for the postage. Yep. He provided his credit card details and they charged nine bucks. That's fine. Uh, and sent him the weight loss pr- products because he had a choice of five things. So he oh. chose his weight. Okay. So he got stuff sent to him. Oh, so they but, went to the hassle of sending him some powder yeah, in a yeah. container. But it wasn't long before another payment of about 280 showed up in the same account and another shipment of product came along. Oh, yeah, he's stuck in the uh, multi-level like, thing. No, 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 no. So he rang up, and they said they refund the money, and they did. They told him to keep the product, but he says, oh, I was weary and haven't opened it, because this guy's like 77 or something. Yeah. Um, and then the following month, he noticed two concurrent charges, one of 96 and one of 90, but they were different business names. <laughs> and they were charged in US dollars. Wow. Oh, one was charged in US, and one was Australian, and, and it's gone like a bit crazy. So... Public service announcement. Don't freaking do... If, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. It's not true. Don't do it. That's right. Don't, don't do it. So speaking of that, how's your um, Toyota thing going? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> do you so, want to tell us about that? Yeah, yeah. So Toyota is running a competition where they want to know... Um, oh, I can't think of what the name of it is. What's your story is what it's called. And they want 10 interesting people to tell their story. And it can be anything. And you have to say what you're going to do when they give you a vehicle for one day that has cameras on it and a film crew with you. Uh, and it's in this bright yellow SUV type vehicle. So they're going to pick 10 people out of all the respondents. Yeah. And then uh, they'll play those videos that they've filmed for that one day on Facebook. And you get 72 hours uh to vote, like and share, and all that for each person, and the person with the most votes wins the car. So Sam's Sam's keen for us all to be voting for him. Should you he will get know, him? you will know if I get through to the top ten, you will be <laughs> hounded mercilessly, nonstop. Yeah, for votes. for votes. Now, Sam, do you want to tell us about the early? What's that? What's the early one, Chris? The early votes that you the competition that you had when you were about I don't know twenty. For a round the world um, uh, trip, I, I'm sure I'm sure I've told this story, but maybe I haven't. I don't. I hadn't heard it before. I'm sure I hadn't. Uh, so way back in the day, pulp sport days. Um, uh, yeah. So this is um, pre-social media, really, eh? Yeah, it was sort of websites were around, but not really. Uh, not the Be- Facebook. Bebo and MySpace must have been around. Yeah. Okay. All right. Got the era. You had to uh, invent a sport and send that video in. And I remember reading an article at that time, and it was uh, it was like Telecom had done a competition. They just brought out the first cell phone that record video, and they ran a competition, and the story was saying, no one ever enters. Like, this guy took a video of his goldfish and then won a brand new TV because there was no other entries. Yeah. 
So I was feeling pretty good. So uh, me and my sister, we invented cone racing, which uh, involved hopping around on a road cone uh, in brightly covered, or a little bit brightly coloured clothing. And I had a, uh, we had speed helmets made out of tinfoil on our heads, so that looked good. <laughs> um, and then went, it got put up on the website, and then you had to vote. And it was going really well. And then one guy just started pulling ahead from everyone else with like an extra 10,000 votes, 20,000 votes. And it just blew my mind. But I knew something was up. Like, it wasn't legit. Um, so I worked out how to game the system. And uh, basically, I was using a uh, incognito mode, which wasn't registering the uh, cache every time. It was clearing it all the time. And I found a program that would mimic my mouse click. So when I was at work or asleep, my computer was just clicking this button, refreshing the page, clicking the button, refreshing the page. And uh, and you got a lot of votes. I did, but I think I only came second or third. I yeah. obviously didn't win a trip around the world, but I did win a pretty cool uh, camcorder with a DVD hard drive thing built in. <laughs> so that was good. So uh, you you can't really hack that system in the same way for this one. So we, we, we're going to hack the well, system the theory- good old way of um, – Getting people to vote. Well, in theory, you we could, could go, you could go out and buy <laughs> yeah. a couple of thousand Indians for fifty bucks. Uh, mechanical Turk will do it too, wouldn't they? Uh, yeah, probably set yeah. that up. Yeah. So, uh, so no, no. Yeah. we'll so see. There's, there's ways of, ways and means, ways and means, folks. But first of all, he's got to get into that top ten. We will and, see and get the video done. So yeah. no, I've done the video. I mean, I mean the the the. the the video that oh, yeah, they'll, one. they'll yeah, vote yeah, yeah. on. Yeah. So you've done a video to apply and, for and, it. And it's a, like I told Chris last night, it's like the stupidest time of the year for me. It's the end of the pumpkin growing season here. There's no pumpkins really anywhere. Uh, yeah. And no one's getting ready to really grow. So if they pick me, I'm going to have to make some stuff up, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Polystyrene pumpkins. Uh, big ones. Yeah, I don't know. That'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I haven't done any. I haven't got any competition things. So it was going to go somewhere else with that. That's right. Oh, okay. Well, okay. You didn't ask how my week was. So you oh, so how's that's, your week? That's great. Thanks for asking. Uh, no, I had training at work, which is interesting. Um, but uh, staying with the pumpkin theme, I am about or oh, at some point in the future. Don't know when. I'm going to launch the Pumpkin Podcast. Woohoo! So I've got the pumpkinpodcast.com. I've half, half built that website, and it may sound really, really strange, but uh, there's no podcast anywhere in the world talking about it, so I'm going to create the world's number one pumpkin podcast. I'll be talking to all these growers from around the world, and I think it'll go pretty well. No, I th- I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. You've had a lot of experience with this one. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> um, everyone's information is all gathered from this crappy message board from 1998. So, so it's so funny uh, talking to Sam a lot here in the flat um, about the the issues he comes across with these pumpkin growers because they're sort of middle ages still. <laughs> like, like getting them to do anything. Um, one of these, um, the, the biggest uh, website sounds like a bulletin board still. Yeah, no, it is. It's the most basic thing you've ever said. I have to show it to you one day, actually. Yeah. You can't do anything. Uh, it just tells you what posts are new since the last time you visited, and that's it. Yeah, crazy, crazy. So uh, Sam's going to rule that world soon, I think, with your tech savviness. We will see how we go with that, but um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I reckon the podcast will go well. So um, <laughs> I read this, and the first thing I, was, I thought of was ACDC's. Put your loving into me, babe. 
Um, okay. All right. So this sounds like some sort of Tinder story. <laughs> no, no. We, oh, I forgot about that. We're not going there. Um, so this okay. is a this is tech story. Sperm loaded with drugs could target gynecological cancers. Okay. So listen to this. I'm, I'm just going to read it out. What it is. A team led by Mariana Medina Sanchez from the Institute for Integrative Nanosciences in Germany has created a drug delivery system that uses sperm to carry the active <coughs> ingredient into a tumour. The sperm is soaked in a drug enclosed in an iron-coated harness, which cracks me up, and then delivered to the tumour by a combination of the sperm's own propulsion and external steering using magnetic fields. So they get some magnets on her and, and like, steer this thing to a tumour. Um, okay. So I'm guessing it's not even, oh, I don't know, uh, using magnetic fields. More work remains, but early trials have shown that mechanisms succeed to in, entering the cancer cells and delivering the payload. So why it's important, from the DNA-based microcomputers we shared last week to the programmable 3D printing hydrogels and now iron-coated sperm cells, we're seeing an explosion in the number and variety of approaches to treat cancer more effectively and with fewer side effects. We're discovering that tumor growth may be an inevitable process of aging. So as these and other novel approaches to drug delivery continue to advance, we come even closer to completely eradicating deaths due to cancer. So that was an interesting little thing. Yeah, yeah interesting. I, I was like, I was a bit iffy about that. Like with the whole guiding thing, I was like, um, are they, is it, well, it's gynecological, so it must be just that area. It's not like they would inject sperm into the blood supply if you had a blood-based no. cancer. I would no. think that I don't would think be so. viable. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or, a, I don't know. But it's fascinating, like, Oh, we we want this drug to travel. We we need something really small to propel itself. Oh, what can we use? Oh, yeah, there's a bit of sperm. Let's use that. Very That's good. Uh, I know I've got a couple of other. Let's have, keep the have you seen the? Oh, Jimmy's legalizing automated driving technology that like allows eyes off the road, so you're not you don't have to watch the road. You can do whatever you want while you're driving. Excellent. This how it should be. Yeah, well, it should be. I totally agree. Uh, where's the one I was just... I don't know. Have you seen... Yes. Um, Google recently launched a web-based tool called AutoDraw, and we'll get this, um, this, uh, what do you call it? A GIF. We'll get that GIF and we'll put it on the website. Yeah. So, yeah, just... so, you, so you draw something loosely resembling whatever, and it makes it cool. <laughs> like normal. But this is, I think it's getting that data from that weird little game... And we had a quick go with it about a year the quick ago. Draw, quick draw, draw, draw. Yeah, the app game. Yeah, remember drawing. we were yeah, drawing yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah. I think it's getting it from that. Yeah, so Google recently launched a web-based tool called AutoDraw that integrates machine learning with pre-drawn illustrations to help people draw better and faster. Excuse me. The tool can be accessed on your phone, computer, and tablet for free. AutoDraw's suggestion tool uses the same technology as um, Google's QuickDraw. AI experiments. Um, all drawings learned by Google's AI were created exclusively for AutoDraw and were created by artists, designers, illustrators, and friends of Google. Uh. So, yeah. Um, so, what the idea is, the, the whole point of this sort of thing is AI, the idea is that, and, and um, I, I listened to a Sam Harris podcast. He's a philosopher and he was talking to Gary Kasparov, 
Uh, Gary Kasparov was the chess genius, and he's into all sorts of really weird and wonderful things at the moment. But he was talking about what they have found with AI and machine learning is AI by itself is good, and humans by themselves are good. And sometimes you can get the very best human and the best AI, and it's almost 50-50 who win. But who will win every time is a combination of AI and human. So if you get an AI and a human, and then on the other side, an AI and a human together, like if you had a three-way competition, yeah. AI and human, you know, combined versus either one, the combination always wins. And this is where it's going. They reckon combining the person with the machine is the best way to go. And that's what this AI um, auto-draw thing is. I'm playing with it now. Yeah? Yeah. Is it good? Can yeah, you do fine. many things? You do if you want. Oh, just really? draw a, uh, like if you draw a circle, it goes like that, and then that's its suggestions across the top, oh, right. and a circle's quite broad, but I'm like, and you click on something, and it just changes. Oh, nice. So yeah. I'm looking forward to Indian designers doing that now for... Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's what Fiverr would be, yeah. like, boom, uh, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, did you know Tesla quietly unveiled its new solar panels? So Elon Musk recently quietly launched a new line of solar panels that you can affix to your existing roof. They're more cost-effective than the solar roof that he had, you know, the tiles. Which were quite new anyway, wasn't yeah. um, Which he revealed in October last year, so not that long ago. <coughs> um, like traditional panels, these um, line of panels are mounted on top of the roof. So it's not replacing the roof, which I think makes it cheaper, like because it's yeah. the creation, you know, thing. Um but without visible mounting hardware, so you can't like see the, how they're mounted. Um, so Tesla has partnered with Panasonic to manufacture solar panels exclusive to Tesla um, at the Gigafactory 2 in Buffalo, New York. Um, and production's not beginning, uh, expected to begin until mid this year. Um, so that's cool. And Zunum, Z-U-N-U-M, has got a hybrid jet that can finally make electric flight a reality. I wonder if you can't use phones still on an electric flight. I thought a lot of it was to do with communications and radar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Probably not. They do have, uh, Ford's just brought out a uh, hybrid police cruiser model. Oh, really? Um, and they've used electric cars uh, in the police before in the States, but um, this is the first one that's actually... Uh, based on the interceptor model. Oh, right. So um, it's, it's, it's really a, a highway car ra- yeah, rather yeah. than one of the um, mall cop type <laughs> little yeah. scooty ones because, like, they use 10 speeds and shit over there, don't so the, Yeah, so they're that, that, <laughs> that apparently trialing it with some uh, two department. Oh, and if I want to give you a plug for going to Gilmore's and buying some Maggi soup. Um, Why? Why would we want to do that, Chris? What's happening uh, with the Maggi soup? It's arrived today. Did I haven't seen it, actually. But we've got a, a competition in store um, to win a an electric bike. How much of this stuff do we need to buy? Like 20 kilos? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably more than that. Um, yeah, probably a lot. But anyway, um, like last year, apparently, because I wasn't working there then, they had a scooter um, for Maggi. Maggi petrol, petrol scooter. Yeah, a normal scooter. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, petrol scooter, <laughs> m- motorbike type thing. But they had lots of issues with um, – they had to register it. Cause so, obviously, every store in New Zealand got one to give away. Yeah. You know, I don't know what is supermarkets and stores or whatever. And so, uh, this year, they've just got electric bikes. Funny enough, the electric bike is more expensive 
than the motor scooter. Um, but yeah, so that's arrived, um, and I haven't seen it yet. Because Jeff goes, oh, no, the bike's arrived. And I was like, oh, how fast does it go? He's like, I haven't ridden it yet. Like, um, no, disappointed, Jeff. Disappointed. Sorry. Seeing as we're like really technology focused in this episode because we haven't done anything <laughs> for yeah. the whole week. Um, have you? Do you know much about Juicero? Have you been reading up on this story? What's it called? Juicero. So no, it's like ha- Juicer with an O on the end. Oh, okay. No, I never heard of it. It's one of the most lavishly funded gadget startups in Silicon Valley. So apparently the guy didn't even have a um, working prototype. He just had like schematics and they're like, that's amazing. $120 million they poured into the startup, right? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So this was last year and you could back it um, and it was a Kickstarter project as well. So 400 bucks got you one of this thing. And then uh, every week you get packets of juice and the juice is in like a foil sachet and it's got all the stuff in it. Um, but investors have just found out uh, due to a, what did I say, Bloomberg? Yep. Uh, they did their own test and uh, they just squeezed the bags with their hand because this machine is highly over-engineered and it basically just squeezes a bag and the juice comes out. And they were able to do it faster in some cases and get the same amount of juice out of a bag. Um but they, and Juicero said, we understand people can squeeze them out of the bag, but that's not the point. The point is the machine does everything. It's very uh, consistent, less messy, has a QR code printed on the back. The machine scans it so it knows if it's expired or not. And uh, apparently they, <laughs> they sold heaps and they have to, they're doing refunds on all of them right now. Oh, my God. But the investors didn't realize. Uh, so the, the machine's really big. Um it was bigger than like, what you, it's bigger than physically what you, big. Physically, it's bigger than what you think it would be. It's like this big bench-mounted bloody thing. Uh-huh. Oh gosh! That's but it, but it did it did used to cost seven hundred. Oh my god! Uh. That's crazy. That's like your um, remember the um, what was it the 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 can can top, tab can tabs that idiot yeah. <laughs> How's he doing? Well, this was one that you might have thought was a bit of an idiot, but it's actually taken off. So. Um, Beyond Meat. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of them. Is this the fake meat? Yeah, yeah. Beyond Meat's Stuff you can based eat. Beyond Burger yeah. is now commercially available in Hong Kong, which has the highest meat consumption per capita in the world. See, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Hong Kong, Hong Kong, who would know? The burgers will be sold in retail packs at the Protol Isle of the Green Common Markets, um, and it's the first place outside of the US to carry this product. But it's what was interesting was... Um, the burger alternative, which unlike other plant-based proteins, is designed to bleed just like real meat. Excellent. That's what you That's want. That's a selling point? Yeah, of course As it a is. vegetarian, no. I'm like, nah. <laughs> That's a great selling point. Okay. Um, but yeah, in uh, 2016 alone, it took 63 billion land animals to feed 7 billion humans. So uh, virtual meat or plant-based meat is the future. That's the way it's going to go. Oh, and I want to watch. You, I, I think you like this gift too. Okay, it's a robotic sorting system that helps the Chinese company finish at least two hundred thousand packages a day in the warehouse. And it's just a they oh, got yeah. rid of the sorting tables and people, and so it's little robots just running around with packages. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's great. Cool. It's a great little video, actually. Um, we might have to put that somewhere too. Um, and, but it works twenty four seven. So 
that's that's automation for you. Anyway, um, so I am doing the summit for content marketing on. Uh, well, I'm recording it on this coming weekend, not this weekend, the following weekend. When you hear it, it'll be this coming weekend. Um, uh, this weekend, are you at Rotorua? No, no, no. Okay. I got a couple of weeks for that. Uh, no, it's the following weekend actually. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it's the weekend before I go to um, Nevada. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've paid for that. So not not Nevada. I've paid for Rotorua. One thing at a time. Uh, <laughs> I can I can afford Rotorua. Uh, but you know, so some of the content marketing. So I'm doing a um, a presentation on the power of a 15 minute talk. Basically, lessons from a TEDx speaker coach. And I'm going to be promoting my new website, 15 Minute Talk. How do you spell 15. this? How how was that? Is 15 one five one five min. Yeah. Talk. Dot com. Uh, Are you looking it up? It's it'll have under construction because I haven't done it yet. I'll be looking it up all week, but I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know if it was one five or F I F, and then I thought it was minute, like the whole word minute. Not, no. One know. five min coach. One five min talk. Dot com. com. Okay. Very good. I, I've got to, I've got to get it right. Um, but yeah, so I've actually got to build that website yet, uh, and I've got to do it this week. So how many? There's a whole ton of speakers, eh? Oh yeah, there's a hundred speakers. So over ten, ten days, ten speakers a day for ten days. Well worth the money that you can spend to go and get all that, and for an extra forty nine dollars, you can keep them all. You'll get all the recordings. So so uh, we'll have a link. Uh, it may or may not. But it will be my affiliate link. Um, <laughs> In, in, in the uh, show notes, if you are keen to go to the uh, attend the summit on content marketing, which I'm pretty sure none of our listeners will attend. What, what's the very brief rundown of content marketing? Content marketing. For people that don't know. Oh, yeah. So marketing, uh, as you know, is getting somebody predisposed to using your product or hearing your sales message or doing business with you. That's what marketing itself is. Content marketing is where you're giving actual valuable information, content of, uh, you know, so it could be stories, videos, anything that helps the user yeah. um, before you actually ask them for any money. So it's like the old sign up for the free ebook. Yeah, that's, that's content marketing yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Um, but even articles, um, yeah, videos, all that sort of thing, social stuff. It's all content marketing. So, so that will be interesting. It will be a lot this four other New Zealanders doing it. So this is an international thing. It's Have you met any of these other New Zealanders? No, I've interacted with one or two of them on Twitter or Facebook at some point in the past. Okay. I would say Andrew Beard, B-A-I-R-D, um, and the others I don't really know. I sort of maybe recognize one of the other names. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's, um, that's what's coming up for me. Oh, and we were just talking about Silicon Valley. Yeah. Woohoo, Silicon Valley. So the uh, new season's out. The new season's well, out. Well, one episode of the new season. So we saw that. Uh, if you have not watched Silicon Valley, you must watch it. I was talking to one of my colleagues at work today about films. And have you seen Siege of Jadotville yet? No. You should definitely watch that. I was like, ah, I could watch a war movie. And I assumed it was like an F. You know, Afghanistan, Iraq type thing, but it's way back in the seventies. It's the first time um, the UN actually put a force out, and they got oh, a right. bunch of green Irishmen. Like when I say green, they'd never been in a war zone before, and they sent them to this place 
Jadotville. It was like, it's in Africa. It's like, I don't know, Uganda or something like that. Um, and the dictator had been taken over and you, UN were in there to keep the peace. Yeah. But everything went a bit skew-whiffed. And these poor guys got beaten to buggery. Like every, wave after wave of these mercenaries were uh, attacking them. And um, they had no supplies, all this other stuff. It's a great movie. But it's a real story. And in reality, at the very end, they, they survived whatever period of time. Uh, they finally, um, their commanding officer said, no, we surrender. And they spent some time in, in jail, I believe. Um, and when they went back to Ireland, uh, they were termed cowards and everybody huh. thought they were terrible. But definitely watch the movie. It's great. Um, and we were talking about things to watch. And I mentioned uh, Black so we- Mirror. Yep. Which he hasn't seen. Um, Longmire, which yep. is one of my my favourites at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and Silicon Valley, because he had never heard of that either. Uh, if you want a good laugh, um, definitely watch Silicon Valley. Watch the first couple of seasons. It's I think it's great. It's like the best of the Big Bang Theory uh, with the other stuff. Yes. Yes, I'm that, putting Sam to sleep. I uh, know. I'm I'm slowly <laughs> getting more diseased. I think by the minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on. Uh, hopefully, I'm better soon. Yeah. Uh, so that actually wraps us up for this week, Chris. Yeah, that's good. Well, actually, it's quite good that I'll be house sitting, so I won't catch your bloody cold now. That's um, right. For the, for that's the rest right. of the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, you can hear more from us, um, or you can interact with us, I should say, uh, at Twitter. <coughs> Chris and Sam Pod. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook, the Chris and Sam Podcast, and of course on the internet, the Chris and Sam Podcast dot com, yep. where you'll see the show notes. You'll see this great photo of the uh, the, the GIF and the link to uh, Google's Auto Draw. Um, maybe these robots flying around, and I might throw a bit of sperm on there as well. <laughs> and, and you're not sure if he's about on the website or what he's on about. Uh, no one wants to know. Your, your computer screen. Oh, anyway. uh, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. With that terrifying <laughs> thought, uh, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.